Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my Laker teammates and NBA legends. And the reason the top half of my head is cut off, because I need you to see my throwback warm-up from the 80s, baby. I'm good and ready, and the Lakers is going to get it done tonight and going to win the championship. Now, there's the full Michael Cooper that you get right there. But again, I just had to show this because all you can see is just the top now. I'm fired up and ready. We're going to talk playoff basketball. The Showtime Podcast with Michael Cooper is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. And then we'll get into later on, we'll say probably about a week or two, we'll get into the Lakers-Celtic rivalry, which I do believe is going to happen again this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Coop. I'm, I'm I'm good. Celtics finally got past Atlanta, so you know that's a good thing. And now we're just I am I've never really rooted for the Lakers as much as I am this year, Coop. I want it. For the Lakers. I want Lakers Celtics, man. Out west, I am rooting for the Lakers through and through. AD better bring his uniform every night. He's got to play, man. I want to see it. Uh, Nick, seriously, you know what? Let's let's. Yes, yeah, okay, because see, you taking it personal now. Your feelings, I can tell your feelings are starting to get into it. But before we jump Always. there, because we can end the subject with that, let's talk about what happened the other night to get to where we are today. Talk about the playoff uh, format, okay? Let's start with the East first, which I think is the weakest it's ever been uh, in the NBA playoffs. That's just from my perspective. But again, I'm taking it personal myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knicks beat the Cavs. Wow. I was really surprised by that. I thought the Cavs were uh, booted and booted and ready to go. But again, they are uh, uh, well, out of The Knicks surprised me. I really like their team. They got a good, formidable team now. I think Julius Randle got an injury. Hopefully, he'll get a little bit more rest uh, before they start that uh, series. With the Celtics, isn't that who they see first? No, they see uh, the Heat. No, they see the Heat, first. yeah. They see the Buckets. Heat first. Again, the, the Knicks beat them, got a good – you know what, Nick, this is – you know, if you really think about basketball, and I spend a lot of time on my couch thinking about basketball. <laughs> I have never seen, <laughs> never saw, seen or saw, however you want to say it grammatically, a team with three left-handers, Brunson, Barrett, and Randall that are putting up the kind of numbers these guys are putting up. Think about it. Go back in the back in the 60s. I've never seen – you have some teams with it. I think uh, – uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Clyde Frazier, Earl of Pearl. Yeah. Right? Let's, have, let's, check, 
Was Havlicek was right-handed. Was he? Uh, who, uh, what was his name? Uh, that used to kick his feet when he shot for the Knicks. Um, left-handed. No, uh, DeBusher, Bradley. No, well, no, no, both right-handed. Uh, but then the Knicks had a left-handed guard that he used to kick his feet. He was left-handed. That's the only time I've seen a left-handed. But if you look through the NBA, I don't think you've ever seen three left-handed players on the same team that start that are doing the things that these guys are doing. I don't think Ronson so. Is left-handed. Barrett is left-handed. And Randall is left-handed. And they're giving it to everybody. What does that mean, Coop? They're left-handed. <laughs> I know. I, I, I make that, that thing. I don't really. I don't like left-handed players. I don't like left-handed players. You got to force them to go play, right. But again, they're proving me wrong. That's why I'm. I guess I'm bringing it up like that. Was Doc That's a lefty? Doctor no. Who? Doctor J couldn't go left. He was Are a you righty. Crazy that he couldn't go left. He didn't have to. He was dunking on everybody. Right. Yeah. Think... So, only one. Uh, only other Who? one I can think of. Gail Goodrich for the Lakers. Gail Goodrich was. Gail yeah. Goodrich was left-handed. Was Cowens? Uh, Phil Jackson was left-handed. Ooh, he made some comments not, this week. Not a many, not a few, but you've never seen three on one team that start that putting up the numbers these guys have. Uh, again, they're going against the Heat. I think, uh, you know what? I was watching um, Jimmy Butler last mm, week. It was God. a game that they lost. And the, I guess it was the first or second game they lost against yeah. the Bucks. And I was kind of like, you know what? He's done, man. He's he's he. I thought too. This guy gets a uh, mouth to mouth resuscitation from somebody, and come up and have probably one of well, not one of the best, but up up there in the top. Uh, a Jordan like Jordan, Jordan like yeah. performance. Fifty six points, twenty in the first quarter, twenty one in the second, and I think that the the Miami is ready to go now. I think they're ready to go. I don't think they can put all their eggs in his basket, but you know what? You can put half of them in there, and Jimmy Butler carry him. Again, they got a great team out of Bio. Uh, 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 Kyle Lowry. I think, uh, you know, they got some people. Uh, it hurts that Hero is out, I think, mm -hmm. with his. But Struce has been playing well for them. So, mm -hmm. again, that's going to be a good series. What do you think about that? Well coached. That Like, you're, you're looking at Knicks, well coached, and Miami – Spolster has to be a top 10 all-time coach, Coop, right? I mean, no, I would put no, I mean, a really? top 10 all-time coach. No, he ain't there mm -hmm. yet. Win a couple more championships. All right, I got and you there. All right, so but he's still more. really well, they're very well coached. Well, you know what? So, we people understand what we're talking about. Let's give out the top five coaches, okay? Oh, I love this. Yeah, the top five coaches would be Go ahead. Are back, Bill Sharman. I, would you add Bill Russell in there? No. I wouldn't. I would say Pat I, Riley. Def. Pat Riley. Um, what's the late great coach for Detroit Pistons? Chuck Daly. Chuck, uh, Daly. Chuck Daly. Four. Lenny Wilkins. Five. five. We got to go ten. Yeah, we got to keep going. There's more. Come on. I know there's more. So that's why I don't Phil know Jackson? why you're saying Phil that Jackson? this guy's a top ten coach. Well, Phil Jackson. Who? Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, six. All right. Uh, I wouldn't say Casey Jones. I wouldn't say Tommy Heinsohn. All about would, Billy Cunningham. Say, You'd say Tommy? Casey. Casey? I would say Casey. Right. I would say uh, 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 maybe. I got seven. I don't know what you're doing with yeah, six. Yeah, we got seven. Seven. Uh, I would include uh, Gene Shue. 
I think he was a great coach for the, yep. uh, the Washington Dr. team. Dr. Jack Ramsey. Jack Ramsey, for sure. So I'm at nine now. Yep, so, nine. Nick, bite your tongue and bite but, it off. Talk about but, this guy, the top Coop, you, we're going to get killed. We don't have one modern era coach in here. Who's modern era? Not one. Modern era. I mean, you, uh, you got to think past, I would say, 2000. Oh, oh uh, uh, Pop. Pop, yeah, Pop. Pop, Pop, Pop there. Right. So, there you again, go. There again, you I go. think we got him as 10, but he would move up that list. If you're going to say uh, uh, championships, but we're Sorry. talking about winning because sometimes you just don't get that team to win, but that doesn't make you a bad coach. So Like Charmin. Charmin, like Charmin so, didn't win, did he? Postra is a good coach, but don't put him up in the top 10 because I ain't going right. to I like that. I like to be corrected on yeah, history, so, especially okay. in favor of history. I mean, you know that, man. Well, but I'm anyway, not, you know what, Nick? I have this young man that I'm going to bring on on our next show, and he is uh, his name is Joshua, and he is an NBA historian. A young kid. He's only like about twenty. Josh might be twenty five, twenty six. Someone young like this loves history. This is fantastic. But this kid, man, wait till you wait till you meet him. This kid will tell you about you ask him about anybody and he'll give you he'll start rattling off records, numbers, and things that they have done. He's gonna be great. The next, oh, our next cool. show. We'll we'll do like a quiz show. So we'll just I'll just we'll rattle off questions and try and stump them and see if we can. Nick, you can't stump this kid. This kid I'm gonna is love good, him. man. I, he'll I, have he a show. He'll end up having a show before the end of that show because you know he, I'm going to be like, he, if he knows history, you know, if he knows good. history. But anyway, we digress to the lowest form. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the uh, New York Knicks and the Miami Heat matchup coming. Who do you have winning that? Yeah, game? I mean, anytime Buckets is on the floor and he's not playing the Celtics, I, I'll take Miami. I mean, Miami's You'll going to Miami? beat New York. Yeah, what, what, I'd what love to see. Uh, Miami what? I think it goes six. Go six. Yeah, I, I, I would love to see it be being an Eastern Conference guy. You know, Boston has Philadelphia, and then the conference finals at MSG would be killer. And then to finish it off against the Lakers, hopefully, would be amazing. But I think it's going to be Miami again. And believe me, now the rest of the world knows why we shudder in Boston anytime anyone named Jimmy comes around because Jimmy Butler <laughs> is the modern Andrew Tony. He is the Boston Strangler. He's done it to us over and over. So we feel it. We feel it. When, when I see them beat Milwaukee Coop, oh my God. And then Giannis, what did you think of his comments after the game? Did you hear what he said? You know what I, I didn't hear what he said. I kind he, of saw what he say. Well, you know, he gets pissed off because they always ask him and they did ask him, you know, is is this season a failure? losing in the first round and he said no and no season's a failure you know you you, you win you lose you, you, you basically basically what he's saying is jordan didn't win every year so did he think every year was a failure I, i'd say yeah until he yeah won. i don't know what Giannis is talking about yeah michael jordan we as the lakers magic we didn't win a championship it was a failure 86 okay. were you, you 86 you were furious and, and especially when you got your ass kicked in the first round. I mean, the, right. no, the second round. You know? No, the first round. First round, yeah. So you get exit the first. That's like when Houston beat us. We were supposed to beat them. That was a failure season. But that so, was at least the conference finals. Yeah. Giannis better uh, get it together, man, and understand what this is about. I, you know what? I think this loss really hurts them for the future. 
I think uh, Matt have is evaluating that team because, again, that team, you got to look at that team. Uh, uh, Milwaukee was built solely on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when he went out, there was no team. Yep. And that's yep. why I say you have to build your team around your team, but you got to have the, your three-headed monsters in today's game. Back then when we played, it was probably two best players. Now it's three best players. And if you look at, you know, talking about our two teams, Boston and Lakers, you had Mikhail, Bird, Parrish, but you had a magic worthy Kareem. But you had other individuals yeah. that if one of them went down, people were going to step up and do their job. Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge, Max, Wedman, yep, all players yep, like yep. that. Frederick Maxwell, people that yep. would come in. So, again, when Giannis went down, yeah, he's a big part of your team, but he shouldn't be the reason why you can't win. You should be able to be competitive, and especially if you got home court advantage against a eight, what they're eight seed, right? Yeah, Miami. I mean, yes, seed. you're number one seed. So yes, again, but and, and, and that. But, true, but hear this: if and and the stats may be off a little bit. I'm going from memory. He missed thirteen. For, he was ten for twenty three from the line. Giannis, if he hit his free throws, he would have scored. 53 points and grabbed 20 rebounds, something in that vicinity. And and, and uh, Middleton had 30-plus points. So everybody was shooting. They just couldn't stop Jimmy. And I think you're right. They're going to have to re- at least reboot that roster because they looked old. You know, well, you know, that's what championship basketball does to you. Does to you. Yeah. you know, that's a lot of wear and tear on you. And, you know, you're constantly fighting in every game during the regular season of championship. And it, it takes its toll on you. And, you know, it's unfortunate that he did get hurt. Again, they talked about the way he got hurt. People taking charges now. That's part of the game. You know, and I'm, I feel bad that he, you know, hurt his back. But, again, that when you hurt your back, that affects all parts of your game because you can't get down and play defense. You can't extend on your free throw shooting. You can't move and go the way you want to to the basket. So, again, and but Coop, it's look a, at Milwaukee. That, uh, that's like ahead. a sporadic injury, too. Like, in other words, you could feel good for a quarter, and then all of a sudden it starts. Yeah. 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 So, it's, it's, that, you know, it's that kind of injury where when you're playing, you got to stay out there. Yep. And the coach knows if he takes you out of the game, that thing's going to stiffen up. So that's why Bird used to lay on the sideline. Yeah. Because so, he, so he warm it up. Yeah. Okay. So who do you got? Milwaukee, I got the Miami. Knicks. I got the Knicks and seven. Knicks, Knicks, Knicks and seven. seven. I think that's going to be a very, uh, very good series. I think it's going to be a very physical series. I think both teams, you know, it's not about when you're playing, it's, it's not about how well you're playing, it's when you're playing well. And both teams are playing extremely well right now. So you may get what you want. And that's think, the first one. I think so. Uh, look, how mad you, look how mad you are. Look how mad you are. I might get what I want there. <laughs> hey, listen, Celtics Knicks would be interesting. It, you know, I, t- to me, it would be very interesting. And and But the Celtics will win. I mean, you're right. The East has gotten watered down tremendously. I mean, at the beginning of the year, it was formidable. And then everybody flew town. I mean, Kyrie left, Durant left, right? So now, now you're looking at and, – and Embiid is injured. So, you know. Well, hold on. We're jumping ahead of ourselves. I know, okay? I know, I know. Too much coffee. Oh. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel. America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. 
And new customers in Mass can get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. And sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. Finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. So bet now on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose, visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. You must be 21 or older and present in Massachusetts to participate. Uh, you're listening to Showtime with Coop. I'm affectionately known as Silver Fox today because that's what I am. I have my beard going and stuff like that, so you can call me the Silver Fox. Yeah. Uh, our next series that we're going to talk about, the Celtics and the Sixers, and we're going to get what Nick wants because he loves talking about the Seas. I don't know. You know, I, I got a, a ugly word for them, but we'll call them the Celtics. The <laughs> um, Boston eliminates Atlanta last night. Sixers got rid of, uh, who was that, uh, uh, Brooklyn? Fast, yeah. Sweet. Brooklyn fast, but at the cost of MB going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, did an MRI on his knee, comes to find out everything is okay. Mm-hmm. But, again, that's a team that is not playing well. Uh, go ahead. You can go, Nick. The season. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia, whether they're playing well or not doesn't really matter. It seems like Boston has their number. I'm not kidding. Like, it just seems like – I think that the Sixers only won one game against them this past year. Uh, and it was weird, Coop, because Boston-Milwaukee was a tough matchup for Boston. Philly-Milwaukee went in Philly's favor. Boston-Philly goes in Boston's favor. So, you know, I just the, – the, the matchups don't work well for Philadelphia versus Boston. Especially well, an injured think, I don't think Philly is deep enough. I They're think they, they count on two or three players. Uh, MB for sure. Harden is mm-hmm. one of the players they count on. You re- never really know what kind of game he's going to come with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Tobias Harris is a mm-hmm. player that's kind of inconsistent. But if he has that big night, he can cause problems for you. The only other player I would think that are playing well for that, that Tyrese Maxey. That kid mm-hmm. is going to be a handful to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Boston puts Brown on him because uh, uh, Jalen Brown's a good defensive player. He Not is one of the best, but I think he has length and he has athleticism to stay with him. That kid, Maxi, is fast, 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 and, and athletic. If they can get into an open court transition game, I think he can cause some problems. But again, Boston's the type of player which I hate a type of team, which I hate giving them kudos because you know I don't really like Boston. Ah, you do, and I'm not uh, a big (laughs) fan of their team. I'm very, 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 very respectful of that organization and that team. But do I like them? Hell, the fuck no! I hate them. (laughs) And if I, I, I'm I'm gonna go even worse than Maxwell because he said if he ever saw a Laker on fire. And he had a glass of water. He wouldn't even spit on us to put us out. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Max. That's how I Gasoline. feel about that. Gasoline you're putting on it, Coop. <laughs> uh, but uh, I got to go with my basketball knowledge, the silver fox. I don't get this gray hair for nothing. I got knowledge behind this. So I'm going to go with a championship team, uh, well, a championship organization. And I think that organization, the championship atmosphere filters through those kids and I think they understand what's going on and I do think uh, that they uh, beat the six uh, Sixers 
I think the X factors were going to be Boston's chemistry, home court advantage with Milwaukee being mm -hmm. knocked out. Boston has home court advantage throughout mm -hmm. everything. Uh, those first two games will always be played in Boston, and and that, and I think their defense is really ramping up. They played, uh, you know, Atlanta with uh, what's the kid? Um, Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Uh, Young, a good player. I thought they corralled him. He had a hard time in the second half. But, again, throughout that 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 series, they did a good defensive job on that team. So, look for – especially this team here is a little bit more half-court set-ish. Uh, they try to go inside. Not as great as shooting three-point shooting team. I see Boston kind of, like, dominating that. And you, think, you got – How many games? Sixers have a lot of confusion over there. And I think uh, that, that you can't have that kind of confusion – especially when you get deep into a second round into the playoffs, it's going to hurt you. I see Boston winning that. And I'm going to give them a little bit more credit than I want to give them. I see Boston winning that 4-2. Yeah, that's where I am. 4-2. Okay. I think that's, that's I think they win in Philadelphia. Yeah. Game six. Yeah. I, I was going to say 4-1, but I think Philadelphia is tough enough to get one. They'll, They'll get, get one for the Gipper, which is Dr. J. They'll get there one. There you go. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but the, again, I go back to the coaching matchup. Doc definitely outcoaches Missoula. Uh, I don't think so. I think no? that young kid, Missoula, is good, man. I've been watching him, and it looks like he's learning every game. He is learning. Every series. I like I like him. I like him. What is he, 24, 25? 34. 34. 34. Okay. Don't 35. make him that young. Uh, uh, but I, I like him. I see you can see him thinking about the game. And although he's never played at this level, sometimes watching basketball can put you in the best seat in the house as opposed mm -hmm. to playing it because you, you're outside looking in as opposed to inside trying to figure it on the outside. And he has a good feel of the game. I really like him. I don't think he's going to get out coached that much. I think when it comes down to some technical things, maybe a timeout or a challenge or something like that, Doc may win that. But look for that young man. He made some great decisions, and he's a motivator. You can see those guys want to play for him. That's great to hear because you're right. When you're in it, it's like a tornado. So, like, we we as Celtics fans look at Missoula's every move and criticize a lot. But hearing that from a legend and, you know, an L.A. guy on, coming from the outside in, that's that's reassuring. Celtics Nation will love that. I know you love to make them feel more comfortable and cushy. Yeah. So if they, <laughs> happen, to, if they happen to get to LA for a championship, then we it'll be on that story. But that's another show that we'll wait for in a half. Okay. I can't All wait. Right, switching channels. We coming out west, baby. And out west is where it's at because I do believe the championship team will be won by West team. Let's talk about yeah. our first round hookup will be Denver and Phoenix. Your thoughts. Man, this is a big one because Joker needs to win, man. He could be MVP twice in a row. Now he's got to start. He's got to get at least to the conference finals. But Durant, Booker, Paul, I mean, that is tough. I, I'm still – I'm going to go Denver. I think Denver is going to clear the way, and it's going to be Denver and L.A. in the Eastern – or the Western Conference Finals, which clears the way for you-know-what. Well, I'm not gonna jump the horn because I'm going. So you have Denver to win that series and what? Yeah, yeah, seven games. Seven. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking Phoenix, and the reason I take Phoenix is because I think. Well, let's look at one X factor that the uh, Nuggets have. 
they got great chemistry. Mm -hmm. I think Coach Malone got those kids up there playing extremely well. The next thing they have is they have the Joker. Mm -hmm. Best player, triple doubles. He's a. It's going to be difficult to handle. How do you guard him? Do you guard him with a big, Aiton? Do you guard him with a small, Paul? I mean, uh, uh, Durant? you guard him with somebody like that? Either way, he's going to find out how to score and get things done. And last but not least, which is their biggest <laughs> – their biggest weapon is the altitude. Mm -hmm. It is a I knew that was coming up there, man. It is. I'm telling you, when, when Dan Issel and Alex English and Calvin Nat, them guys got up there, man. When we they, all they did is turn into a track meet, and I used to love playing at Denver because I knew I was going to play a lot. I knew <laughs> it's it was going to be with I knew, oxygen. <laughs> I knew it was going to be difficult for Kareem. I knew it was going to be difficult for any big playing up there, but the ones that played a lot was myself, Magic, Worthy, A.C. Green, and Byron Scott. So I knew I was going to get some minutes when I played at Denver, and if it was a series, I knew I was going to average at least 25 to 30 minutes because them guys, all they did was run, yeah, yeah. and I think they still hold true to that. I think with uh, with uh, Murray, Brown, uh, the, uh, uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, KCP, uh, they're a team that get up and down the floor, but I like Phoenix better simply because Chris Paul, and again, this all lies in his hands because he if he stays healthy. Well, he's always healthy. Remember, he was out until the last game of the Clippers trying to win it. Then the guy pulls like <laughs> a But Chris Paul is still a great player, and he's one I think understands. And now the I, I really believe this: the load is not on his shoulder. Before mm -hmm. with the Clippers. Uh, who else was it with? With, with Phoenix? New Orleans. Last Phoenix, time, right. He always felt the load was on his shoulders. It's not on his shoulders. The load is on Durant and Booker. Mm -hmm. And you can mm -hmm. see the way Paul plays because now he doesn't have the ball in his hands all the time out there. He'll throw it to Booker. He'll throw it to Durant and let them do their thing. And then when it comes to him, so without having all that action going on in his body, I think he will be healthy and play a good full seven-game series. I see Phoenix winning that. And, you know, Coop, before you go, Chris Paul has urgency behind him. I mean, he's getting to the end, and he's tired yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I think uh, uh, X Factor for Phoenix is their bench isn't deep, but they get mm -hmm. a lot of their players. That kid, uh, Craig, and that kid, uh, Okogi. Them kids come and play, and they play hard. And you got to remember that Biombo, that kid is playing well mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be kind of a tough matchup, him and the Joker, because the Joker is bigger, able to move more, but still you'll be able to give a little bit more to Aiton and not keep uh, – the Joker going to keep Aiton in foul trouble. I think the mm -hmm. way he moves and the things he do. Uh, Biombo, I think you can waste six fouls uh, mm -hmm, on him mm -hmm, and still mm -hmm. be able to have Aiton down the stretch. Now, I think the key is going to be Aiton. If you can't guard Joker, you got to make it where the Joker can't guard you. You got to score back on that guy. So mm -hmm. that's going to be an interesting series, a fun one. I see Phoenix winning it in six. If it goes seven, they're not going to win. So Phoenix will have to take care of business. Because of the altitude. time in Denver, and you have to win all your home games. What does the altitude do to you? Does it just make you congest? Like I like you can't breathe? You can't catch your breath? Well, you just yeah, you can't recover quick. Because once you call a timeout, by the time you get to the bench, they're blowing the whistle to get back out there. That's the, the issue with it, because of high altitude. And you can't recover out on the court. Cool. Yeah. Say you go up and down, and the way the officials have been calling these games now, they've been letting these guys play. Mm -hmm. And if you looked at uh, there was one time uh Minnesota. And who just finished with Minnesota? There was a game, uh, the Warriors game. Take that one, for mm -hmm. instance. There was a point in the last game that they just played 
where that game went up and down for about two minutes. Mm-hmm. Referees weren't calling any fouls in the game. But that's a lot of running. Now, yep. if you go two minutes up in uh, Denver, that's like five minutes up in the court where you got a timeout or a foul. These guys went up and down, go to the basket, nothing happened. Come back down, Warriors shoot a three. Sacramento get the ball run. If you get into a running game like that with Denver, it's not going to work in your favor anytime you're up there. Now, you can do that when you come down to sea level and mm-hmm. you're down in Phoenix and stuff like that. So it's going to be an interesting series. And those are some of the things you have to think about as a team, you know, going up there. Hey, you guys, listen, now we know that this is these guys home court. They're up here. They got it at the free throw line What they got the number 5,650. You know, they let you know mm-hmm. where you are. They'll flash mm-hmm. it on the thing. They announce it they? at the highest sea level. They don't yeah. let you know. So that works on you mentally, too. So, again, you're going to have to realize when you got a chance and they shoot and miss, sometimes you can't get the ball and get up and down the floor with them. You got to come mm-hmm. down, walk it up, make sure you get a shot, make sure you score. And then every now and then you get in a skirmish. You can get up and down with them, but you can't do that the whole game. But as I said, I got uh, Phoenix four. They have to win it in six. Four two. Yep, they have to win seven. it in Phoenix. In Phoenix, game six. Go seven, yeah. they lose. Uh, uh, Phoenix, you'll have to steal one up in uh, okay. one of these first two up in Denver. Yep. All right. Reason why I got my Laker thing on and all that, baby, there you go, is because the next series we're going to talk about is the Lakers in Memphis. And it's over for Memphis tonight. You know, they're a very good team that played extremely well. They did what they wanted to do the last game. Uh, Ja got all the fantastic, made all the moves and hyping and all that on the side. But the Lakers get ready to whoop their fucking ass real good tonight, send them packing, and move on and get ready to play the winner of Sacramento Golden State. The Lakers, they're so fucking good, man. They don't really know how good they are. They're really, really good. I see you snickering, Nick. <laughs> I'm like you when you talk about the seeds, but I got yeah. a little bit more bravado about my shit. Well, understandably. I- <laughs> Understandably, I mean you've earned that. <laughs> I mean you're wearing a, an original. How many titles did that that warm up win? Five, like, the five, all five, five? All five. So that's that's what right. your warm up. T- hey, you know, and it still fits me kind of good. This is the old old. It's so pressed. Throwback, baby. You know what? A, a friend of mine, I gave this to a guy that I used to do basketball camps with in Albuquerque. And he passed away about uh, four or five months ago. So his son was going through his stuff. And he was, uh, you know, I was sitting in my condolences talking to his son. His son, uh, Joey Montagna was his name. And his son is named after him, Joey. So he was going through his dad's stuff. He sent me a lot of stuff. I used to give him things because he's a big Laker fan. He sent this to me. This was, I gave him this in 1982. That's that. Original. Sick. Original warm up. And it ain't. Uh, and it still fits me. It's a little tight it, around the end. <laughs> it fits you, dude. And it's like, did you iron yeah, it before baby, today? This is an did original, you? baby. This is an original. I can't button it up here because I choke myself if I do. <laughs> did you press it before this show? It's so no. You got kept it in a plastic bag, pristine. I mean, so it's when pristine. You it to me in a box. I was amazed. I, I was really. I mean, it's, it, well, this is it. Eighty-two championships. So when I put this on. The juices started flowing, and we get to talk about the Lakers. So that's what it is. So the Lakers going to whoop this team's ass, and especially since Dylan Brooke went and ran his mouth the yeah. other day. Had a horrible game. You see the game he had the other day? Had a horrible, how are you going to be a shit talker and came back it up? 
<laughs> only today. It's uncanny, man. It, like, I, and why would you do that? Why would you give bulletin board material? Like, you are playing. All right. That's, that's all he point. got. That's, yeah, that, and see, that, that is what young teams do when you don't have yeah. playoff experience. You know, you wouldn't hear Tatum. You're not going to hear Brown. Nope. You're not going to hear people with playoff experience start talking about how bad Embiid is or anything like that. Yep. They're going to keep their mouth shut. They're going to go in and do their job. And again, sometimes the young guys, maybe he's taking a lesson after who um, Dennis Rodman or trying to go down as one of the best show uh, shit talkers or sugar honey iced tea talkers of this era don't work like that. Because now in today's game, you got to put up a shut up. And you can only do that when you got like you can do it when you're like Draymond Green. When you got people behind you, even though you can't score, you got people that can score. <laughs> but again, Draymond showed me wrong. We're going to get into him in a minute, but about uh, him scoring 21 points the last yeah. game. Yeah. But uh, Dylan Brooks poking the bear, all that. Oh, he's old. Well, you know what, dude? In about in the, in the blink of an eye, you're going to be old, and you're going you're gonna to see how it feels when one of these young guns come at you and say, oh, Dylan Brooks, he's old, man. He's why, old. Is he them, why is he wearing them uh, braids and stuff? A, a 35-year-old player out there with braids. <laughs> no, cut your hair down low. So that's what he's done, and that's why I'm glad the Lakers are whipping them. They'll get it done tonight. I'll be ready for the game. And I'm I'm already suited and uh, yeah I'm ready to go baby I got this thing's like and it doesn't even like have tarnish on it Nick you know how they may they may call your number tonight Coop they may call twenty one out there man Gil got this gold on baby it looks really nice you you need to wear that to to, uh, crypto staple whatever it's called now one of these days. They'll call you into the game, dude. If I go to the crib with this, they would laugh me out of the place. Man. They put you on the jumbotron, dude. That'd be the best. It would be on Sports Center the next day on the rundown. Look how big the collar is, dude. That is classic, classic. I mean, it it is it is impressive though. You think the Lakers were out of it, man? And you said it even. I mean, I give you the credit because you said it way back. You said it before the start of the season. And I laughed at you. Lakers going to win the championship. Okay. Then you said you, it, they were playing their worst. You said it. They're still going to come back. They're going to they're going to be fine, right? And and here we are. And Memphis, up and coming team, every year it seems like, and every year they fall apart. They're just too young and don't have any kind of veteran guidance there. I think, and that really hurts them. And and LA, well, they showed it three one baby. I was like, yeah, Lakers. Well, I really want you guys to win. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I am with you on uh, Memphis being young. I think where their season ended, when Job posted that and got kicked yep. out those games. Absolutely. You are a leader on your team. You don't get caught and put in those positions. And I think that broke down their chemistry. In a way, it's made them a little bit better because some people, Bain, and some of the people mm. that normally wouldn't get to play got a chance to play. Mm-hmm. Ote to redesign his offense. Not redesign his offense, but his starting lineup. But again, you see what type of player Jaw is because that this kid got a bad, really, really bad hand and still putting up good numbers. But they don't have enough, and their chemistry's gone. The X factor for the Lakers, I think, going this forward is that with the emergence of Reeves, who's starting to play and can shoot the basketball now, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. got shooters around LeBron and AD. And people talk about, well, AD's not scoring enough. You don't have to now. Have All to. AD has to do is block, get the ball. Create that double team because you got to come down and doubling, or he'll score. You know, most of the time, 
but they can kick it out now to shooters. So uh, again, just be in please. uniform. If he's in uniform, he's going to make a major impact, regardless how much. No, he's no, Nick. The in uniform, he could be in uniform sitting on the bench. Yeah, that, 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 be that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you meant in uniform. I know what you meant. I know what you I got to hear it verbally. I got to. I got to hear it on the court. I got to be on the court because that's the uh, X factor. That that changes the whole series yeah. and 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 your your aspirations. Well, if they get it done tonight, well, because uh, uh, yeah, the fact and uh, Golden State play tonight, so you don't have one day off to get it yeah. going. But that's going to be a good series. So Lakers tonight ended at four two, and we're moving on. And now we move on to. Probably one of the most exciting, really one of the most exciting games that I've been waiting for every night is Golden State Sacramento. Yeah. You know what? When the game first, that series first started, I said Warriors in six. I said that. And when they lost those first two games, you know, I kind of like, okay, Sacramento, because I hadn't really watched Sacramento all mm. season. And now, but uh, that did, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre, Fox, Fox. Uh, Monk, mm -hmm. former Laker, yep. shows that they can score with anybody. Now, the reason why they're having problems, Sacramento, with the Warriors is because Harrison Barnes haven't given them shit. Mm -hmm. you know? And again, when you reevaluate your team, and that's usually what happened at the end of the season, wherever you lose at, the general manager, the coach, President, everybody's going to get together and look and see, okay, what do we need to do? And unfortunately, they're going to lose this series, Sacramento, because I think the Warriors finishes them off tonight. And if they lose this series, then what changes do you think management will make with that team? Sacramento? Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I is it a, is it a do you care? loser? I don't care. Is it a first of all, as you know, Sacramento is basketball purgatory. It's like the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> worse now. And Sacramento has already succeeded this season. They've 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 already exceeded expectations and they've really taken the, the champs to the brink. So it's a winner year. I, I I bring them back. I mean, you know, add a piece or two. The question is. If the Warriors lose, are they going to run everybody back again? Or are they going to make changes? If the if the Warriors lose, they're going to bust that team up. Okay. I, think you don't, I, I, I don't think you'll see Draymond Green there. Uh, I think you see Poole's role increase even more. Uh, maybe, and this is just me looking at it and kind of hearing things on the side like that, maybe Thompson may not be there next year. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can't dismantle that team all the way because Curry is still there. Mm -hmm. And you got to still give him some hope. You can't bring in a lot of young kids that can't play because in his 30 or 35, he gave you every night, is not going to be close to them winning. Mm -hmm. But I do think Draymond Green may exit. But if I'm the GM, I'm going to look at it real close because that team is real fragile now. You take one player out of there, that it's like uh, – What's the game? Jenga you play? Jenga. Wrong block out. That whole thing will fall. And I think you have to really, really look at that uh, and see. Um, I think another one of their issues was Wiggins. 
you know, had he not missed as many games as they did, they probably would have finished higher. But again, I think the basketball guys always put you where you're supposed mm-hmm. to be. And I think this was a test for the Warriors because I don't think they would have beat anybody else. They could, you know, this is a tough, this is the type of team they needed to play a team that's not too physical, a team like them that want to get up and down the floor to get them battle tested. And if they win this, I think they're going to give the Lakers all they can handle. I think our size with the Lakers is going to be too much for them, but it's a series I really look forward to. It's been very entertaining and I've had a lot of fun with this one. Hasn't, I mean, the Warriors were the last, last time LeBron or he was in the play and the Lakers were in the play and the Warriors beat them, didn't they? Yeah. Was yep. that last year? Yeah. Yep. So, you know, there's going to be some, and, and, and LeBron and Curry and that whole crew is all, they have history. And so it's going to, that will be a very exciting series, but I might have to change all predict. Listen, I can't count the Warriors out at any time. I see what they did last year and uh, every year, it seems like. So if they win, all bets are off in the Western conference. I want to restructure everything because I think they beat the Lakers. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so you I'll think take. it goes seven or six against uh Golden the State? The Lakers and the Warriors? Yeah. I think it goes I think it goes six or seven. Uh hmm. I think but I think our size will take over. But before we jump too far, I'd like to get my X factors on why Golden State yeah. is in the position they're in because of their hustle, uh their championship heart. And believe it or not they are being more physical than this Sacramento team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to pay dividends. And uh, Steve Kerr, unlike uh, the other guy in Miami, I think mm-hmm. Kerr is about to move Special. himself up into the top 10. So that's another coach currently, like again, with a good team. So, well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother episode. I was going to ask you who you're bouncing out of our top 10 that we just did, but that's a whole nother episode. Don't you? Okay, we'll do that. We'll next. Wait on that. that. We'll next one we'll talk that about coaches. coaches. And I'm going to go through my list, and I'm going to have them all defined. And actually, I'm going to have them numbered. We'll go to the top. Let's go top 20. I think that that's No, fair. no, no. I'll have mine, top too. Top 15, Nick. Top 15. Next, top 15 next episode, we'll, we'll do a quick segment on that, and I'll okay. have mine written down, too. And then Sacramento, I think youth is playing against them. Uh, you know, one thing I was talking about, so I was Norm Nixon the other day, I was talking about playoff basketball versus regular season basketball. And as a Laker, we used to talk about that magic eye. We would all be sitting around or be at practice and we go, you know what? When you get it, when you play regular season, you're trying to establish your game. You're trying to establish your identity, who you are, what you want to do. But when you get into the playoffs, you can't totally go away from that but playoff basketball is different and every uh, round you advance you have to play a little bit different and I think that's where Sacramento is losing their focus because when you got a team on the ropes and they're coming back on somebody in playoff in regular season basketball you can hoist up a three mm-hmm, at home because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you go you want to get the crowd going playoff basketball you can't come down and take that same shot because you got to make sure that's a shot that not necessarily that you haven't taken, but it's a shot that you got that that the, that the uh, team has developed for you. You know, I always say take the best shot for the team and not your shot. And in playoff basketball, if I'm coming down and regularly shooting and I'm not my percentage is low as far as a three. Well, when I get into playoff basketball, I got to think, OK, if my percentages aren't down. 
So this shot here, although I might be just open for a second, may not be the best shot for the team. So I'm not going to take that shot. Or let me throw it inside the worthy. Who's got better percentage and who's going – so that's what people don't realize as far as uh, Sacramento teams, young teams, that Memphis, they play regular season basketball in the playoffs. And if you look – and a great example is uh, Boston. They play playoff basketball now. Mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. they, yeah, they played a certain way in the regular season, but now they play differently, okay? Smart looks to throw the ball mm -hmm. inside a little bit more, but he had it going last night. So now playoff basketball, okay, I'm hitting my shot, and it's going down. So people understand that concept of, of NBA basketball or championship basketball, and I think Sacramento is playing regular season basketball where the Warriors are playing playoff basketball, and that's why they're up 3-2. Coop, it's like um... – you made shots are hit harder and missed shots. The ramifications are way worse in the playoffs, yep. you know, and, and uh, you just affirmed it. So I don't have to say anything yeah. else. Yeah, well, I mean, playoff basketball is about putting the ball in the basket, whether it's from three or two. And I think the Sacramento is just going on the energy of, okay, this is what we do. Shoot three. No, the key is to keep scoring. And if you got a chance for a layup, you go get a layup, but these guys here, they have a fast break, and these guys flare out and go to the three-point. No, go to the basket, score, because the key is to keep scoring, keep scoring. So that, to me, is uh, the difference of why Golden State is ahead, and I think they win that series, and they get ready for the Lakers. Nick? Hey, we, we just went around the whole league, bro. Yeah. Every part of the bracket. And uh, we got more for you. My last little uh, topic that I would like to talk about real quickly is uh, on a sad note. And, uh, you know, we lost an icon uh, just the other day in Jerry Springer. I was going and... Jerry Springer? Is that where we're going? I mean, God rest his soul. <laughs> like, God rest really? his soul. But you know what? God has got a great guy to come up there and start a whole new Springer episode. Won't be any nudity. It won't be any of that. But he'll have smut TV up there at the highest level that you can have it on a heavenly level. But Jerry Springer, I love that guy, man. That was my favorite show. I have 78 episodes of Jerry Springer, and I'm not, my wife keeps telling me, you got to delete this. I'm not deleting shit now, man. Jerry Springer, I, Nick, you know what? If I wasn't Michael Cooper, I would have went on Jerry Springer. And you know how you get your Springer beads? The people wear those things. Women get their Springer beads by flashing their breasts and stuff like that. Guys had to pull their pants down and show their ass. You know what? I would have pulled my pants down. My wife begged me not to go on that show, Nick, because oh, and I went on God. that show. I was gonna, I was gonna let them know, hey, I'm Mike Cooper on Lakers. I gotta get a good seat, and it don't have to be up close. I want to be in the middle because when it comes down, I'm holding my hand up to get my Springer beads, and I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna drop my pants and I'm gonna show you my ass. Man, I love Jerry Springer, and I, I for Nick, you know what? I just kept hoping and hoping. Once he left the Springer show, I was hoping, you know what, Jerry's gonna bring it back. He's gonna bring it back. I just know he just give a couple couple of years off and he's gonna come back. And uh, you know, now with his passing, man, I'll never ever End get that era. opportunity. Uh but I love Jerry Springer, man. Uh -huh. I, I am I, I was in tears. What about Maury? Do you watch Maury? Maury I don't have no relationship problem. You watch Maury? <laughs> I don't know. And listen, I am not the father. Don't <laughs> you are not the father. 
No, no. Mario, you have to think too much about it. Gary is just fucking Gary brainless. Was man. Fucking you don't have to just watch, you know. And but then he became a fight. judge. He was a, uh, he was a magistrate. He had that a judge show. Funny. I didn't like. He judge had a Gary. judge show. Like that, <laughs> that gave me no inspiration. The Jerry Springer show gave me inspiration to get up in the morning, and if my day was going bad, I could turn Jerry on and say, "You know what? Somebody it's else worse. got worse problems than I do." <laughs> <laughs> now let me let me see them slap somebody or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. rolling on the ground. My uncle, uh, <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> my mother slept with my boyfriend. <laughs> oh I my love god! Bring a man, and I just it just hurt me to my heart that he passed. But I just want to send condolences to his family. And uh, it is just a sad day in smut TV world or smut audience. I'm part of that audience. I'm a big man. I've watched Jerry Springer all the way back in the early 90s, man. When no, when he had to come on at 11 o'clock at night, because he could yep. be on on prime time because mm -hmm. of his subject matter. And I would stay up. If we had a game the next day, I don't care. I'm not going to bed, man. And you know, this is when we had beta. So I had about 50 beta, the beta TV, the little things. Yes, I remember Jerry Springer. Man, I, I am just so... No, the beta crazy. VCR. It was yeah. the one real VCR. <laughs> oh, and you were made if you had that, Coop. Like, you, but, nobody wanted VHS. You wanted beta first. Yeah, the little ones. And you know what? Yep. I'm just very sad about him. Uh, because I, I, my condolences. And he himself, he would laugh at some of his interviews because the other day they were showing some of his interviews. And he'd go, you know what? I laughed because what I brought to the people was stupid. It was just, it was no nonsense. And, you know, he says, I, I made a lot of money. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. But you know what? He got my money. If he was a reverend, I would have sent out my, would, <laughs> he could have got me every single night uh, with something new. I would have sent him $100 every, every, every week, $100. He would have made millions off of me. But Jerry Springer TV show, man, was one of the best. And uh, it is no longer uh, the real Jerry around. We wish his family the best, man. Jerry, rest in peace, man, because you deserve it. You you did a lot down here. You created some havoc. So you get to rest now, man. You can rest and hopefully it's in peace. But This uh, is an epic send-off. An <laughs> epic send-off. I'm sorry I had to make you laugh. I know your mouth is hurting and stuff, but I still... <laughs> I, had, I had to mention Jerry Springer, but... There you go. Uh, uh, hey, we're back. I'm back now. We're coming back. We're taking a hiatus a little bit. <laughs> Nick, you've been airing a whole lot of old episodes. Ooh. We got some new people coming up. You guys stay tuned because this is about to get subscribe. Real. It's a bit Jerry Springer-ish, but it's going to get <laughs> Cooper Showtime-ish. And it's yeah. going to be a lot of new guests. And we got some new topics coming up. Everything is always happening. The NBA, we're headed for a Laker. Celtic showdown. Let's hope that it ends that way because if it do, I may have to put on my Daisy Dukes and I'm going to put on the whole outfit. Today. And we're flying you out to Boston. It's about five. <laughs> we're flying you out to Boston, Coop. They'll put you on the Jumbotron in I'll that be, outfit. I'll be Jack Nicholson when he stood up and he mooned the fans at Boston. At the Boston <laughs> I'll go up with this here. My outfit is really, really tight now. So it'll really, Daisy Deuce is not it. It's almost a thong on me now, man. <laughs> we'll put you up in the balcony right on the Jumbotron, man. They will go crazy. Beat L.A. <laughs> ah, there you have it. Nick, great show, man. We'll Good talk stuff, to you Coop. next week with a new guest. See you next All Friday. Right. See you, Coop. out of here. Later. 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 
CLNS History is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. 